Hey, Tara. Yeah? I have a question for you. Okay. On a scale from one to ten, how obsessed with Harry Potter are you? Oh, nine and three quarters? You got it right. <laughs> yes! Yeah! <laughs> Except for that's not even true, because it's like 10,000. <laughs> That. <laughs> I'm a child. Welcome to Basic Niches. Hi! I was like, I'm going to tell you a Harry Potter joke to start off this podcast. And of course she got it right because... He didn't show me the answer either because I'm a brilliant human. That's right. The other question... And she's not even a Ravenclaw. Um, I'm not a Ravenclaw. The, the other joke, I have to say it, was how many muggles does it take to screw in a light bulb? The answer is... One, because that's the only thing they're good at. <laughs> Which I also really love, because <laughs> it's true. Okay. <laughs> so, I am once again drinking tea, but this time my tea is wine. <laughs> with Coke in it. It's called a Calamucho. It's delicious. It's okay. It's from the 70s, which makes a lot well, of sense. Well, everything from the 70s is just okay? <laughs> what? The only way that I feel like this would be more 70s if there was, like, tuna fish and jello in it or something. Ew. Like Stop. Everything from the 70s is made with green olives and Spam and mayonnaise. Huh. I'm just drinking wine. Basic. Basic. You're a basic snitch. <laughs> right now, I'm not a basic snitch. I'm a fucked up snitch. Because I'm drinking wine and Coke. Yes. Anyways. Anyway, we're going to talk about chapter four. The Keeper, Keeper of, of the, the Keys. Keys which Ooh. is the best chapter name ever. And this was my turn to write the synopsis for Tara. Are you ready for this? Probably not. Um, Let's do it. You ready? Here you go. Okay. <clears throat> Boom, indeed. Clap back. Very nice. That's how she ended her last one. Floofy Dinky Dutters is a dumb fuck. A large, hairy creature breaks down the door. I didn't realize before this how much Hagrid's description sounds like a very large cousin it. Ha! Sorry! I, I keep ruining your jokes. Okay. No, it's okay. A cousin it asks for a cup of tea, but he never gets one. Rude. Vernon tries to be an HBIC, and he turns out to be one. A huge butt in... Confusion? Oh, a huge butt in confusion. Uh, I tried to come up with something better, but I couldn't come It's up. all good. Hagrid's coat is like Mary Poppins' bag. He got a whole bunch of shit in there. A cake, some teacups, sausages, Sirius Black. What? The real... Oh, the real... Mad-Eye Moody, Dr. Trelawney's... Sobriety. Sobriety. <laughs> All these people we haven't talked about. Dr. Trelawney's... Dr. Are you called her Dr. Trelawney? Yeah, fine. Professor Trelawney. Uh, you she's a doctor or something. Dr. Trelawney's sobriety. He also got a poker in there. Bitch, where you been keeping that poker? Hagrid learns that Harry knows nothing about the Wizarding World. And finally, the Dursleys get called out for trying to strike? L let, me, let me see. Trying to... Stifle. Stifle. I can't read. That's okay. Good. I write... Trying to stifle Harry's identity, but also destiny. Also, yes. <laughs> Hagrid smash. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that's good. Hagrid smash. Oh. <laughs> Oh, wait. 
that's already happened. Oh, because of the beginning of the chapter. <laughs> Hagrid tells Harry he's a wizard, and he finally gets to read his letter. He got accepted to Hogwarts. Yes. Hagrid basically texts Dumbledore. <laughs> I don't think I wrote yes. <laughs> but I like it in there, so keep it. Hagrid basically texts Dumbledore that he got Harry. Also, that he was a... Hold on, let me see. What the fuck? Okay, wait. Ha- Hagrid basically texts Dumbledore that he got Harry. Also, there was a live owl in the bottomless pit of a coat. Oh, <laughs> I will like... reread that. Hagrid basically texts Dumbledore that he got Harry. Also, there was a live owl in the bottom his bottomless pit of a coat. Oh. Aunt Petunia knew it all along. She calls Lily a freak. She just she's just jelly. She can't transfigure a teacup into a rat. That sounds terrible. That's what actually happened. Hagrid explains how the Potters really died and how Harry is famous and we learn who he who must not be named is, you know, Velveeta. <laughs> Vernon is a, you know, what, who cares? Shut the fuck up, Vernon. <laughs> We've had enough of you. Hagrid is just the best. Dudley gets a pigtail, rightfully deserved. We learn that Hagrid was expelled from Hogwarts Ooh, foreshadowing. Hagrid gets ready to take Harry out of there. Woohoo! Good luck trying to find something sad about this chapter, Tara. Smiley face. <laughs> oh. That was it. My favorite, my favorite part was so I say um, there's a live owl in the bottomless bit of the coat. And I didn't like expect this, but you were like, Abitunia knew it all along. She knew that owl was in there. <laughs> Probably. I think Abitunia knows all kinds Abitunia of shit. Abitunia actually does have some psychic powers. Probably. <laughs> when, of course, it's she knew who Lily was all along. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. We don't have to be perfect. No. That would be boring. Not at all. We don't rehearse this shit, because rehearsing is for... It's for when we do musical theater. Nimbus 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> You're a Nimbus. It sounds oh. like oh, a doofus. Okay. Aww. Uh, you're a Nimbus. That's rude. Yeah, I know. Anywho. Self-esteem is gone. <laughs> no. Just kidding. I don't have that. <laughs> Girl, me neither. <laughs> that part of me died <laughs> 10 like, years ago. And by gone, I mean it's, it's been gone. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, wow, so this chapter... Is amazing! It's amazing! It has the moment where Harry learns that he is a wizard. I love how surprised he is. He's just fucking adorable. From the beginning to the end, there is finally a sense of magic. Like, there is no more of the muggle bullshit, really. At the beginning of the first chapter, Harry was being punished and yada yada yada. We got a fair share of that and all the muggleisms in chapter one and two. From here to the end of chapter... From here to the end. From the beginning to the end of chapter four, there is a sense of magic. There is a sense of movement. There is a sense of constant velocity towards something new, whereas we haven't really had that. Um, there's been moments of it with the, the letters were kind of like the beginning of it, but we're here now. We have Hagrid. We know who Harry really is. We knew all along, of course. 
Right. I want to say one of my favorite things about this chapter is that Harry is finally allowed to ask questions. That's a great point. He gets to ask Hagrid questions. And he doesn't even seem afraid about asking Hagrid questions because I think he's not sure about Hagrid at first, you know, because there's a giant man. But there's just something so warm and familiar about him. And those words don't even come out in this chapter, but just because of who Hagrid is and where Harry is probably feeling, like how Harry is probably feeling at that point. The vibe that Hagrid gives him, he isn't afraid of this giant man who's telling him something completely out of... And Harry is like, okay, I guess I will believe this. It doesn't make sense, but I guess I will believe it because there's just something about Hagrid, I think. And that makes him comfortable enough to ask questions, which he hasn't been allowed to do. Yeah. From the very beginning, this man, this creature, <laughs> because I, I think we may find for some characters that we're about to meet, the description is so much more cartoonish or potentially even grotesque than what we're used to seeing in the movies, which is a nice thing to remember. That Hagrid comes in and truly, like I wrote in my little synopsis, it's just like this man, Harry. He got hair all over the place. He got these little beetle eyes. It made me think of Cousin It. And it's a strange thing to, to come in, but it's this creature, this man, is treating him with kindness and respect right off the bat. And a familiarity. You mentioned how Harry has something, has this familiar feeling about Hagrid. But Hagrid is, of course, familiar with Harry, too. It's something that he's never experienced before. You know, even... I imagine with teachers at school or Mrs. Fig or any of the other adults or just humans in general in his life, there's always this introduction that is likely given from his, his guardians that is probably not the best. So this is someone coming in and right off the bat being respectful and warm and giving him sausages and it's lovely. Um, I think that opens it up to him to feel comfortable about asking these questions. Absolutely. The other thing is just, it's just not to harp on the negativity of the Dursleys, but I feel like there are probably times that Harry just thinks, well, no one could be worse than the Dursleys. So yeah. this, this wild looking man who is potentially dangerous, fine. I, I wonder, I wonder about that. So we get Hagrid introducing himself, and he, he throws out some insults, saying Dudley's fat and telling... Vernon, Vernon prune. You know, he's fun. He's I fun. He calls uh, Dudley a lump. <laughs> Which is a great thing to call it's, somebody. It's, it's pretty... <laughs> you a lump. You a fluffy lump. <laughs> you fluffy lump. Vernon tries to be defensive with his... I'm, of course, it's the movie that's tainting my brain. But the double-barreled shotgun or whatever it is, and Hagrid's like, get this shit out of here. <laughs> and, like, he he isn't having it. And then the Dursleys don't know what the, to do. They're just like... Vernon has completely lost control. Yeah. He, he tries to tell him, yeah. oh, he's not going. Don't you dare tell him. It's like, what yeah. the fuck you gonna do, you, yeah. you cabbage muggle bitch? I like when Hagrid is like, you mean he doesn't know anything about anything? And Harry's like, oh, 
well, I can do math. Like, <laughs> he's like, I'm not stupid. It's well, very cute. Good for you, Harry. You're better than probably most of us, to be honest. I, I can't do math, so. <laughs> I actually, in my adulthood, became a math person, which is very strange, and I don't understand how that happened. I don't want to ever be a math person. I know. You it's can weird. edit that it's out because I yawned during it. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. It's late on a Friday. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> and we've had wine. Um, so anyway, I just want to like jump to talking about what Harry learns. Yes. Oh, something of course. Else you wanna... Well, no, I think the, That's the what only this other chapter thing, is for, yeah. You had just mentioned something about negativity in the last episode. You're you like, God damn it. We're always going to find negativity. It's hard for me to find negativity in this. Like, yes... Hagrid is bringing up some pretty tragic things that have happened in Harry's life, but he's learning about them. Someone is being honest with him, finally. Yeah. He doesn't have to live this fake life as being pushed into the muggle box and everything. So even though these hard truths are coming out, I think it's a positive thing. Well, I think in my very cynical way, it's not black and white. There's not good and bad or... Yes and no. True. So don't worry, I will find something depressing to talk about (laughs) in this chapter. I just love the whole sequence of it when Harry gets to read this letter, and I have to wonder what is going through his mind, like, what this sounds like for him. Pleased to inform you at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. The next line. Yeah. In particular. When I read that, it's not, it's not, you're accepted. It's, there's a place for you at Hogwarts. Yeah, exactly. That was a nice surprise, too, that I don't remember. And I think that it's very importantly worded. Like, there is a place for you here. It's not that you have to live in under the stairs or the second bedroom. Like, you have an actual place. I think that's wonderful. And then just all these little things as Harry is is learning. What does it mean they wait my owl? And then Hagrid sends the letter. He shows Harry that that's how they communicate. And then he calls Vernon a muggle. And Harry's like, what's that? It's just very interesting. It's like just the little things. And then you have the, the what do you mean you knew I was a wizard? And that part where we get a little bit on Lily from Petunia. Yeah. I feel like it's one of the few times where we actually see Petunia stand up. Like a lot of times when we look at the jerseys together... Vernon is at the forefront. Vernon is right. the one leading. But honestly, there's no way for Vernon to be the leader here. No. At it's... least not in a way that's going to give us information that we need in order to appreciate the story. Oh, of course. You know, if Vernon had been like, Petunia's sister was a witch. <laughs> that would be weird. <laughs> Petunia's sister was one of them things because he wouldn't call her a witch because that's a horrible right. word. Vernon knows nothing about this. It's Because Petunia's like, no, no, no I don't. You know, she probably doesn't want to relive the days where she had to tell Vernon about her sister, but... And then the whole car crash conversation. Like, what? No, 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 that is not what happened to them. Can you imagine finding out something that you'd always thought was true isn't true? Oh, for real. Especially when you're a kid, and especially involving something like that. The, The place my brain immediately went to, and this is very basic... But it makes me think of when children learn that Santa isn't real, for example. And it's uh, nowhere... Everyone listening to this, Santa is real, I promise. Santa's totally real. I have a book called The Autobiography of Santa, and I read it every single year for Christmas. 
it's more of like the history of Santa is fascinating. And I always say that Santa is real, but <laughs> no, no, no. You're you're making a great point. I just yeah. had to make that comment because I was the person that fucked people up oh. when I said that. Well, I was raised well, to have his witness, and yeah. so I legitimately told people in my kindergarten class that Santa wasn't real. Choices. Five-year-old Tara, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, and here's the thing. Like, obviously we use the word fuck. Children who are listening to this would probably already realize that. That comparison doesn't, like, hold a candle even to... Oh, no. But it is a really interesting thing to think about. It's the first place my mind went. But, I don't know, it makes me even think, like, other realities, like, perhaps children who are adopted and don't realize that their parents aren't their birth parents or yeah maybe that they have another sibling or you know there's all types of realities something that blew my mind about my family was when my mother's father passed away my grandpa joe i learned that i had another uncle that i never knew about i always thought my mom was the youngest of three She's actually the youngest of four. Her oldest brother, man, I don't even, I can't even remember his name. I want to say it's Uncle Jimmy or something, but most of my life, and this was, man, I must have been a junior or senior in high school, I think, when this happened. Most of my life, I had always thought that it was just my aunt, my uncle, and my mom. That still isn't to this level, but it's kind of, it, it blows your mind to find out that your parents were completely different. Yeah. And that they even passed away in a way that is so much more intense. I think it's important to note that Harry didn't get to know his parents, and so he's just desperate for anything he can learn about them. Yeah. And to know that this thing that he thought he learned about them was a lie... Ugh. Hey, Tara, you found the sadness in the chat. Oh, hi, here I am! <laughs> well Good job, me! <laughs> I was like, oh, man, <laughs> it got sad. <laughs> uh, uh, we all have skills. But no, what you're saying is very valid. I'm not trying to say that uh, just because it's sad. It isn't a good point. It's actually really, really good that, that you're bringing us up, I think. I just, I didn't, I didn't actually mean to get there already. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, also, I'm just going to pull ourselves out of that because that's sad. Haggard use is one of my favorite words ever in this chapter. Codswallop. Which I can't even say and sound good saying Codswallop. it. Codswallop. I just love it. I love that he says it. He's like, oh, this is bullshit. Because that's what it means. <laughs> but I can't. I sound too when I say it. So I'm just going to What if I just had the filthiest mouth? This is fucking bullshit. I can't do his accent. <laughs> I want Hagrid to have a filthy mouth. <laughs> That he probably has a filthy everything else, so... Probably. Oh my god, poor Hagrid. Oh, God, swallow. The, the other th- word, another word that popped out to me was in the letter, it had all of Dumbledore's Oh, yeah, titles. all of his titles. Uh, lead Warlock, blah, 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 or Merlin. See, um, Mugwump, or Ma- what was it? Mugwump. Yeah. Um, that oh. popped out to me because I was like, well. <laughs> okay. Okay. He's got all this stuff. It's like what it looks like when one of the physicians emails me at work. <laughs> yeah. I get you don't have to put all those things after it. Yeah. But I get it. Though, but it ha- it's an identifier, you know? Yeah. So. 
Harry doesn't understand what any of this shit is. Oh, no. I mean, neither do I. What the fuck is a mugwump? Um, I don't know. We'll have to check out Pottermore. I, I, got, I got nothing. It's probably not on there either. They don't focus on a We're learning about like vocabulary mugwump. in this episode. A calamucho is right? like and coke. <laughs> a mugwump is I don't know. What the <laughs> and fuck is. is bullshit. But yes. But really, this actually is just an episode about vocabulary. Mugwump. Test later. A person who remains aloof or independent, especially from party politics. That sounds, that makes makes so much sense. I also prefer to be a mugwump. I do not like to discuss politics. And I am also aloof and independent. That is fantastic. Listen, I will, I will stick by the statement that JK knew exactly what she was doing in every word she wrote. She did all kinds of work. So when people be coming at her about stuff that they don't think makes sense, get over it. <laughs> well, I'm constantly impressed <clears throat> with like this early. We're four chapters in. We don't know who Marge and Sirius and Mrs. Vig are. And they have been met, referred to multiple yeah. times. She knew what she was doing. Yes. She's brilliant. Anyway. So, yeah, what else in this little discussion... Do you want to bring... I mean, because it's it's the story that we all know. Like, yeah. Hagrid tells Harry this is what happened. I mentioned this to you before we started recording, but the thing... I I actually laughed out loud when I read this because everybody knows that it's, you're a wizard, Harry. But oh. he says, Harry, you're a wizard. And I like to think that's how he really said it. Like, all right, Harry, you're a wizard. Surprise. It's like- Truth be told, I actually don't have... Too much more like exciting insight to add. I'm just this chapter thrilled. really speaks for itself. It totally does. There's uh, a lot of good that comes out of this. Hagrid is just the best in so many ways. He shuts down the Dursleys time after time. He has the quirkiness that we know of and love about Hagrid. It's great. I I don't really have too no, much okay. more like value other than saying. Hagrid is wonderful. I love this chapter. I do want to say, already, because he doesn't understand, there's a point in the chapter where Harry starts to say Voldemort. Oh, yeah. Although, we're not going to refer to him as Voldemort, or at least we're going to try. Oh, um, whatever. I'm not afraid of saying his name. All right. Well. Because I'm a Gryffindor, thanks. Bitch, I'm a Slytherin. I should be like, Voldy, Voldy, Voldemort. Then (laughs) say it. Oh, and man. then and then he will appear. <laughs> I was gonna try to do a bit where we only said names and words that begin with V. So I'm gonna try to keep that going. <laughs> that will be my own personal thing. So for this episode, his name is Velveeta. Oh yes, I love this part. Harry, meanwhile, still had questions to ask, hundreds of them. But what happened to Volt? Sorry, I mean you know who. I just love that. Yeah. The because he's about to say he's about to say that name and people uh, you know are like wow he says that some people have said and I've heard this critique to reply to this specific situation people say that having fear in a name only gives power to it and I don't necessarily know if I completely believe that. Later on in the series, there's a mechanism where his name really does have power and real-life consequences. I actually love that you brought up that about his name, though, because that is, I think, what he wants. And uh, Hagrid even mentions it in this chapter, 
about how everyone was afraid of him. Everyone was afraid of him. And you hear his name, and you're like, that's a weird name. Yeah. So there's there's clearly, even even before you get past this chapter of the book, there's clearly a goal there, you know? And Hagrid knows, we know this later, Hagrid knows that that's not his real name. That is an intentional thing. You weren't wrong to bring that up. Yeah. He's trying to put power behind this moniker. Because an, I mean, your name is something. Here's the thing. To an extent, words are words. I get it. I don't know if I necessarily believe that being afraid of a word gives it the power. Like, there are still things that, based on, you know, things that people have gone through, whether it's a racial thing, or if it's, uh, sometimes it's personal things. Like, people don't like to be called XYZ based on their own personal past. I think that's fine. (laughs) Am I making sense? Essentially, for example, in the LGBTQ, community people are starting to use former gay slurs as something that they call other people in their community as a way to take power back from that word okay i don't like it i don't like the word you know it's going to be something based on an individual's own experiences even if there's another gay guy out there i don't want that person calling me that word because Mm -hmm. of how it is and I think it happens in other communities, too. So to an extent, I, I, I guess I get it. Like, words are words. You can choose to be offended at words, and you can choose not to be. But everybody has their own personal experiences. And I think it's important for people to recognize that. Yeah. Like, when someone comes out as transgender, they want to be called certain things. I think it's the same sort of thing. Um, some people don't want to be called certain things, regardless of this movement that some people are trying to to push. It's a long way around saying Harry isn't af- afraid of the name Voldemort. And that's fine, because he's not giving it power. But because Hagrid and so many other characters lived through it and everything, like, it's... It's their own personal thing, regardless of what happens surrounding that name in future future books. That's the point, I guess, I'm trying to get across. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I follow that. It makes sense for Harry. It's well, cool. I think I think more it it sounds back to him being a curious child. Mm-hmm. He doesn't think he's just he's he's got to get more information. He's got to get more information. Especially just, now, like he's getting information, so. He has to get all he can. There's a moment in this chapter where it says something like, he's just thirsty for information. Yeah. Like the questions just start coming up as fast as he's getting answers. And it's like his first opportunity to finally, like, discover this stuff. In contrast to what I said about him not necessarily being afraid of the name, it's also sweet that he realizes what he's doing and mm. is like, sorry, I'll, I'll say this instead. I think that's very sweet. Yeah, he, oh, of course. He recognizes and respects Hagrid. Hagrid's, uh, you know, yeah. feelings about it, and I just, I think that, that's really cool. That's the way that people should be doing that, you know, respecting the individual. We could all be like this eleven-year-old child. Yeah, it's fictional. We could all learn a little something about Harry Potter. Right. Although I'm sure in future chapters we'll also discover things not to do because of Harry Potter. We'll just let him be the eleven-year-old child yes. that he is. Even in these first few chapters, because these are like the Muggle chapters. Um, and this is the first one where it's less muggly <coughs> than it is magical. But there's so many lessons ingrained in these four chapters. 
when you go back and read them and have an understanding of the wizarding world and you try to apply them to your real life or it's amazing the conclusions and the the things that you can think of and take things deeper than what is just on the page yeah do you have anything else to say about the book i don't think so i i do love angry hagrid Never insult Elvis Dumbledore. That, yes. That's fun. Oh my gosh, that is because we don't. Out. Here's the thing: is it's very interesting because in the future we rarely see Hagrid at that point in his temper, so yeah. we see where his sensitivities are right away, and then you see him being a gentle giant for yeah. the rest of the books comparatively. So. It's not even angry Hagrid. It's like very firm, like scary. Hagrid. He's triggered. <laughs> yeah. He has to take charge of the situation too, though. You know, because Hagrid is, he's been given this incredibly important task. So, mm-hmm. I think it's very cool. I love it. As I was reading it, I was trying to imagine, what if they sent anybody else? I don't think it would have the same charm. No. Um, Dumbledore would be pretty cool. But, like, even, and, like, we love McGuff, but I just don't think it would have the charm and the appeal of Hagrid coming in and... There's a childlike quality to Hagrid that is whimsical and lovely, and yeah, I love it. Yeah. Can you imagine if they sent somebody like <laughs> Professor Sprout or Aww, Professor Trelawney or or Winky or <laughs> one of the house elves or something like that? It would drastically change it was, what it is. It's I think. perfect this way. Yeah. You know how else it's perfect in the movie. Oh, do you like my transition? Perfect transition. You know what? I just ruined that transition by being like a conceited little bitch about it. (laughs) No, you didn't. Uh, You made it even better. (laughs) No, um, there are some definite differences in the scene that goes down in the book versus the movie. And mostly it's just trying to get all the information in. He does not have the Voldemort killed your parents in depth conversation. Until he called her yeah. in the movie. I do think I like that change a little bit better. I, I don't know that I like it better, but I, I don't mind the change. It it makes that more intimate between the two of them. Yeah. And it also gives us time to soak in these last moments with the Dursleys that we get in the movie. Because it's all Hagrid just shitting on them. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm here for it. I think the Voldemort thing being intimate. Like, at the very least with the Dursleys, he does say how, like... Oh, James and Lily Potter <laughs> killed in a car accident. How dare you? Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, he but still has some of the conversation in in that scene yeah, in the movie. But he saves that Voldemort conversation. I don't know. I kind of like that. The one other thing I would have almost liked to see, I say this about one random, ir- like completely irrelevant thing every chapter, <laughs> but the one moment where he's just like, oh... That's right. Nobody said that you would be coming. And he's like, let me get out my owl and send D- Dumbledore a quick text. Right, I do like that. <laughs> that is so funny to me. Because it's just like, oh, here's this random thing. That would have been kind of funny to see in the movie, but it's like, again, they didn't need to do that. Yeah. Well, and they also just kind of go from there and you don't see the Dursleys again. So it's implied that Harry goes with Hagrid to get things and then goes to Hogwarts. So that's different in the movie. You know what my favorite change is from the book to movie? That the birthday cake is pink 
and Hagrid misspells it things. It's so cute. <laughs> yes, that is a great change as That's well. That's legit my favorite thing. And of course, we already mentioned it, but the cake in the dust that he draws, everything, everything that's new. That's a great addition. That was The great. movie is doing a great job. Huge fan. Yep. Huge fan. We've mentioned it every time so far, but it's re- worth mentioning. There isn't any huge qualms that I have yet. Oh, so. can we talk about Fiona Shaw's delivery of the word freak? Yeah. God, oh is God. it... It is acid. It, it, it totally is. It's in the most disgusted oh, way. It's so good. She's so good at it. There are so many great things that she did. Uh, last, last episode, we talked about her, like oh shit face when yeah, yeah. daddy's going mad isn't he and like you're completely right that the, the delivery of that line is just like uh, like a dagger She's, it's very well done again alright so moving into house points this is our last opportunity to shit on Vernon and Dursley oh I'm sure it's not we'll find ways honestly I know that usually I give two people points This well I was going to give 20 points to Hagrid, because I just love Hagrid in this chapter. But to be fair, 10 points go to Hagrid, 5 points go to Harry, because, like you said, Harry gets to be curious, finally. It's amazing that he gets to learn all of this new information about himself, he gets to finally ask questions. 10 points to Hagrid, 5 points to Harry. I'm going to take 10 points away from Velveeta, because while he isn't directly in this chapter... Of course, we start learning about him and the terrible things he that he has done. And then it's almost got to be Vernon. <laughs> like, I'm going to take points away from Vernon again. Five points this time. He isn't the premier loser in, in my way of giving points like he typically is. But that's because Voldemort was mentioned. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it just comes from, you know... Vernon's trying to stand his ground, but he can't. He he talks a big game, but when it's time to actually put something into action, he he doesn't do it. He can talk the talk, but he can't walk the walk. Bye, Vernon. Bye, Vernon. Oh, well, this is easy. Hagrid wins the chapter mm-hmm. because the chapter... I mean, the chapter is called The Keeper of the Keys. Yep. It's, it's literally titled Hagrid, mm-hmm. in other words. <laughs> I'm so funny. I am giving the loss in this chapter to Petunia for her venomous hatred toward her sister, which is rude. And also, like, she fucking knew. Yeah. Rude. She knew all along. She knew all along that that owl was in Hagrid's coat. She knew all along. She knew. No. Yeah, that's that's all I've got. That makes sense. You got anything else? This is an easy one. No. I I think... Out of our ways of judging this chapter, this is the one where I'm like, man, like, it's there is a clear winner. Mm-hmm. And loser, I think, is even a little bit difficult. Just, I don't know. I love this chapter. It's fun. And the next chapter that we get to read oh is Diagon Alley, chapter five. Chapter five. I'm Diagon so Alley. excited. I One of my favorite things about the Wizarding World is Diagon Alley. I have never been to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter in Orlando. But my God, do I want to go to Diagon Alley so bad? So that was fun. Yeah. It is very late, (laughs) and I'm a lame, tired, old human. Hey. So it is going to be time for me to go home and go to bed. It's all right. 
I hope a giant cousin it doesn't come knock on your door and drag you away. Or do I? Because that would be amazing. That would mean that you're a wizard, Tara. I am a wizard. Or, I'm sorry, Tara, you're a wizard. <laughs> I'm a what? We'll see so you next time. That was fun. Time. Bye. <laughs>